real quick before we dive into this episode of the podcast. Be sure to grab your free PDF copies of my latest books at frugal.show forward slash free. Now on to the show. If you haven't already, be sure to grab your free copy of my first two books, Frugalpreneur and Authorpreneur, by going to thesarahstjohn.com forward slash free. That's T-H-E-S-A-R-A-H-S-T-J-O-H-N dot com forward slash free. Now on to the show. Well, today we have Omar from Webinar Ninja. Welcome to the program, Omar. It's great to be here, Sarah. Thanks for having me. Uh, and can you tell us a little bit about Webinar Ninja? Sure. Uh, I started Webinar Ninja back in 2014, really out of frustration because I was running webinars to grow my business, but I wasn't really happy with the choices I had when it came to software. I usually had to like hodgepodge my website or a landing page with my email marketing software, with the webinar software, with the chat software. And it was just uh, a lot of work and a lot of headaches. So I wanted to create something that was simple and easy to use uh, so I can run my webinars with a little less pain. Um, and when I started uh, using it. Uh, the people on the webinar, my attendees were like, hey, uh, what are you using for this webinar? And it's just like something I put together for myself. And they basically asked, hey, can we buy it? And um, the rest is kind of history. You know, that's where the, the idea of, you know, maybe I should create the solution to the problem that's bothering me for others as well. Um, and that's where Webinar Ninja was born. That was back in 2014. And uh, yeah, so uh, we, we really try to make it easy and simple and, uh, uh, you know, just intuitive for people to run webinars to grow their business uh, and sell their products and services. Oh, okay. So you started out, your intention wasn't actually to sell it. It was just to use it for your own purposes. And then uh, it went from there. Exactly. I think I, think I basically was my first client, I guess. I, I, I solved the problem uh, for myself. Uh, obviously, in the early stages, it's, it was nowhere ready for commercial use. It was, you know, uh, you know, not as good looking and all that stuff. But um, once I realized, okay, people might be interested in buying this, we, uh, you know, we invested the time and money to, to clean it up and make it available for commercial use. And um, can you tell the audience what people might be using a webinar for? I, I've been to several webinars, but uh, maybe the audience isn't familiar with that or... Totally, or yeah. So um, webinars solve a few problems. I mean, when I was starting out in my business, uh, before Webinar Ninja, I was uh, selling a course called the $100 MBA, which is a, uh, a course on how to get started in business. It's a $100 MBA education, or exactly what it sounds like. But uh, so basically what I did uh, with webinars is that, you know, I had no audience, I had nobody to speak to, I had nobody to sell to really, or even build a relationship with so they could be interested in what I have to offer. Um, and webinars sor- solve that problem because you can run a workshop, you can run um, some sort of lesson or class uh, uh, for free uh, in exchange for people's attention and their email address. Um, and then from there, after that, you can follow up with them and give them more information, you know, you know, subscribe them to your newsletter and then make, you know, make an offer of your products or services from there. Um, a lot of people uh, also use webinars as this is what I did is, you know, to make that offer to actually sell on the webinar. So you can invite people 
to demo your product, even if it's a physical product. You know, um, this is you know a, a modern manifestation of what we all know as like home shopping. You know, like a lot of people uh, know like QVC or the Home Shopping Network, where people are you know looking at physical products on TV and then ordering them with a phone call. But uh, now with the internet, many people use webinars to do that. So they you know they'll demo their product, they'll show people their product, and then sell it on the webinar. Um, but webinars are also very powerful for retaining your customers. Um, for example, at Webinar Ninja, you know, we have our users that use the software and we run you know, monthly webinars for our members, you know, teaching them about the new features we released, you know, giving them insights of what's coming up. And it's a good way to you know, build camaraderie in a community within the customers you have you know, and, and to keep your customers, which is a, a lot uh, more important than actually getting new ones. <laughs> And then lastly, also getting new ones is getting a new customer to come on board. Uh, webinars are powerful for that. So it's a great sales and marketing tool, but it's also a great retention and communi- uh, you know, communication uh, tool. Um, but also many people actually deliver their product or their service through webinars. So for example, they might sell their webinar as a small mastermind group uh, or coaching group where um, they'll run a webinar uh, for a certain amount of money. Um, and, uh, and from there, people would join the webinar and learn something, build a skill, or uh, be part of a, some sort of series. Okay. And what's the best way for people uh, to find someone's webinar or to get traffic to the webinar? Um, well, there's several ways. I mean, um, a lot of people, you know, when they're getting started, they don't uh, utilize their website. You know, their website is the home of their businesses where things get done. It's usually where people buy your products and services and people stumble upon your website anyway through a Google search. So it's really important for you to kind of uh, make sure people know that you run webinars on your website. So you could put a banner on the top of your website. You can make it one of the menu items. You can put it on the right hand side of your, uh, you know, or right or left column, whatever you have for your blog. Um, so putting on your website is great. Um, you know, emailing your existing email list, letting them know that they're, you're running a webinar. Um, but we also have a feature in Webinar Ninja called the Webinar Finder, which allows people to uh, be listed in what we uh, call the Webinar Finder, which is like a marketplace for webinars. Um, and allows people to get exposure to their webinars as well as uh, easily be found on a Google search. Oh, okay. So that um, by being in that Webinar Finder, uh, people are able to find you on Webinar Ninja's website, but then also, uh, I guess there's some SEO <laughs> with yeah, that. Exactly. And I was looking on the website. I haven't run a webinar myself yet, though I have an idea for one. So I found your software and I'm like, you know what? This one looks a lot better than the others that I'm seeing, or it looks simpler, or it has more features. But uh, what is the difference between the live automated hybrid and series webinars? Sure. So a a live webinar is a one-off webinar that you will be conducting live on camera or on video. And when I say on camera, you know, you can, you know, show your face with your camera, or of course you can just have like PowerPoint slides and talk over the slides with your mic. Point is, is that you are live with your audience, the video, as well as your audio and the chat and questions and things like that. And this is just one date, one time. Um, an automated webinar is a recorded video. So it's a recorded webinar. The host is not present. Um, and it's a way for people to uh, maybe get a workshop at any time that's convenient to them. So many people will run a live webinar, take that recording, 
and use that recording in an automated webinar and offer it on several dates and times so people can kind of just opt in and watch that and uh, they can submit questions and those questions get emailed to the host. A hybrid webinar is a combination between live and automated, meaning that the video is recorded. So say, for example, um, I'm a software company and I want to uh, run a demo and I nailed this demo. It's a recorded demo that I use. I will use a recorded video of that demo and then I'll be live in the questions and the chat um, so I can answer questions and things like that. And that's what a hybrid webinar is. Uh, and then lastly, a series webinar is um, a webinar that is a series of dates and time. And these, um, this is typical for like a course or some sort of summit. Or uh, So you want people to register once, but then once they register, they're registered to uh, a series of dates and time. And each of those sessions can be a live webinar or it could be a recorded webinar up to you. Um, so many people that do certification programs will use a series webinar or are delivering a live course, they'll use a series webinar. Oh, okay. And on that hybrid one, so basically the video that's showing is automated or recorded, but the only part that's live about it is that the host is just there to answer questions. Correct. So the okay. host is there to chat with the audience, uh, maybe show an offer or, you know, run some polls, ask some questions, answer some questions. So yeah, they're, they're live in that regard, but they're not on camera and they're not presenting the videos doing all the work. Okay. Yeah. I think that would be helpful and save a lot of time for people because that kind of is the best of both worlds. That way you're still present and can answer questions, which to me is one of the benefits of doing a live one, but then you don't have to do all the work and making sure you nail it and, and whatnot. Yeah, totally. And especially if you kind of nailed that presentation or that demo or whatever you're doing, and this is really what people are looking for. This is what they want to see. And then you, you could be there. It's also a great way to outsource the webinar to somebody like an assistant or somebody on your team where it's like you did the video already. The content is all yours but they're there to help out with any questions or things like that. Okay. So you can have co-hosts as well then. Yeah. Okay. And then um, also I noticed that you can upload PowerPoint or, or different slideshows. Yeah. So you can, you can upload them right to Webinar Ninja, which is really cool because um, one of our goals with Webinar Ninja is to simplify uh, the webinar experience to make it uh, easier for the host so they're not distracted by all the technology. They could just focus on the content. And one of the things that people have to do with other software is that they have to like share their screen and then launch like PowerPoint on their computer. And then they have to toggle back and forth from the webinar software and their slides to see the chat. And it can get really confusing, you know, kind of juggling screens. So with Webinar Ninja, you can just upload the slides right to your account in Webinar Ninja. And then you can present the slides right there inside the software. So you see everything at one time. You can, you know, move to the next slide, go back to the other slide. Uh, and of course, those slides are saved in your account, so then you can just open up them again anytime you want to uh, in future webinars. Okay, yeah, that, that sounds pretty convenient and would be less work for the computer to do at one time, and so hopefully wouldn't slow things down as much and whatnot. Yeah, exactly. So all, all that's actually happening in the cloud for you, so it's all done in the browser, so uh, minimal use on your CPU, yeah. Okay. And do you also have an option for like whiteboarding, like to where you can write, but it'd be a screen share? Uh, we don't have the option of whiteboarding on the actual uh, 
uh, webinar software. But if you want to share your screen and uh, do any kind of annotation or with any other app on your computer, you can definitely do that and show that via share screen. Okay. And can you also view the webinars on any device or just on the computer? Yep. You can, it's all browser based. So you can, uh, any device has a browser. So any kind of mobiles or tablets or anything like that, it's responsive. So it will adjust to whatever device you're using. And I was noticing you can also set up paid webinars. Uh, how does that work? So we have an integration with Stripe, which is a payment processor. So Stripe is a free thing that you can sign up for. Uh, they only take uh, a transaction fee, fee which is typical of any payment processor, uh, integrate with Stripe. So basically, you have a couple clicks inside your account. It links Stripe with your uh, Webinar Ninja account. And then inside of Webinar Ninja, you just choose a price for your webinar. Uh, you choose to make it a paid webinar. And then from there, when the user registers, they're given a credit card form to fill out. Uh, once they fill it out and uh, the processing happens, they register, the money gets put in your Stripe account and Stripe typically transfers that money to your bank uh, within 48 hours. So how does one decide whether to do a free or a paid webinar? Depends on your goals. So if you're looking to grow your audience or looking to build leads, you're trying to get an audience so you can sell them a product later on down the line or during the webinar, I highly recommend doing a free webinar because you want to earn their trust or give them some value in exchange for their attention. And then from there, you can offer them a pro you know your products or services on the webinar. If you are one trying to test out a new product, so say, for example, you're looking to build out you know a seven-module course on a topic, instead of building out the whole course and seeing if people are willing to buy this course for you know $500, uh, we recommend people running a paid webinar on just one module of the course or one session of the course, uh, charge $20 and see if people are willing to pay for this information. It's a good way to kind of, um, you know, have some sort of idea validation before you start building out a course and seeing if people are willing to pay for this topic. Paid courses are also good for consulting and coaching and things like that, where people are willing to pay money to get a little bit more uh, close attention, a smaller group, maybe a group of 10 people or less. Um, and that's where a lot of paid webinars come into play. Um, but if you're looking to market and to sell on the webinar, then the free option is what I would recommend. Okay. And can you tell us more about selling on the webinar? Totally. Um, so I've been doing this for some time, like oh, a little over five years now, over 500 webinars. My 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 strategy, if, for lack of a better term, for selling on a webinar is to really just try to give as much value as you can and to really just be as helpful as possible to your audience, regardless if they buy or not. You know, your goal here is really to build a relationship, is to build trust with your audience. And once your audience feels like your intention is not that, is like, uh, I, just, I just really want them to buy right now, not really worried about building that trust or building that relationship, people will feel it, people can sense it. People can kind of understand what's happening. You know, people are pretty savvy these days. So just focus on giving great value, information that they can use regardless if they buy their, your product or not. I like to like, you know, I sell the, you know, the software Webinar Ninja on webinars. And, you know, what I like to do is just kind of give them information that they can use, whether it's like presentation skills, how to run a webinar, how to get more registrants, things like that, you know, ways to market your webinar. Um, and then I just show them how, how implementing these strategies is easier with my software, with my product, but it's not required, you know, um, you can still run with it. Um, and, you know, and, and also just to be as transparent as possible. I like to announce at the start of the webinar and even before the webinar starts through my email notifications that, 
you know, that you are going to make an offer, that you are going to say, hey, I'm going to give a special offer or give you an opportunity to sign up for my product or service uh, at the end of the webinar if you're looking to get started or take things to the next level. People appreciate transparency and understand that, hey, you are running a business and if you get in front of it, people will appreciate it. So um, that's really my kind of sales 101 kind of pitch is just try to be as helpful as possible. I have people that have joined my webinar, you know, have attended my webinar three or four times before they bought, you know, so sometimes it takes a few times. It's okay. If you're, if your intention is to build a relationship and give value, then uh, you're, you're going to be all right. Okay. Yeah. And I was noticing that you also have the option to add a timer to the offer. Um, so say that the timer runs out, is someone still able to access that somehow or would they have to contact? Uh, uh, yeah, you can, you can, um, so the offer that the timer is just to uh, to show the offer. So say for example you're running an automated webinar, or maybe you don't want to forget to turn on the offer, but you want to say I want this offer to show 30 minutes after the webinar starts, or you know 10 minutes after the webinar starts, whatever you choose, and that's where the timer comes into play. You can set it, and then it'll show it at that time. Um, but of course, you can show and hide the offer manually at any time. Um, and then you can also do this for the replay. You can set that up for the replay, show it at the start, or you can set a timer so it shows at a certain time during the replay. And then, of course, you can set up your email notifications so you can send a follow-up email later on after the webinar is over to everybody who's registered to that, hey, you know, we made an offer on the webinar. Here's the offer. Here's the link. Um, and that's a good way for them to have that information in their inbox. Okay. And I was also noticing that when I was watching the the video on your website is that there's a chat bar off to the right, but then there's also questions that you can ask. Um, so are the questions like when you're interacting with uh, webinar viewers, is that the private part and then the chat is public or are they both public? So they're both public, um, but we separate the questions from the chat because we uh, found it it's much easier to have your questions in one area because usually people have a Q&A session or section in their webinar at the end or in the middle or whatever it is. And it's a lot easier to go to one place to find all the questions rather than go to the chat and it could get buried in the chat. You know, once you get over like 30 or 40 people on your webinar chatting, you know, a lot of messages are going to come in, especially if you're having an interactive webinar and, you know, to scroll back and to try to find all the questions can take some time. And it's just a lot easier for people to go straight to the questions area to find the questions to answer uh, for their audience. Um, we also have some special uh, question features, you know, so as a host, when I'm answering questions, I see all the questions listed. We have a feature where you can click a button that says start answering. And then when uh, you answer the question, it records when you answered it on the video. So come replay time, there's a timestamp next to that question where people can click on the timestamp and the uh, answer will, you know, you'll fast forward straight to the answer in that video of when you answered that question. Um, this is great, especially for like buying questions like, you know, do you expect, you know, do you um, accept American Express or do you have payment plans or things like that? And people are watching the replay and they're like, hey, I want the answer to that question that I see right there. I don't want to necessarily want to watch the whole thing to find it. I don't want to, have to search for it. I can just click on that, you know, timestamp. It'll take me straight there. And I was also noticing the live polls. Yep. We have live polls as well. Um, it's a great way to interact with your audience, uh, especially, you know, not everybody's going to be extroverted and, you know, chatty on the chat. And it's a good way to get people to, you know, participate and to be interactive uh, in, a, in a passive way, sort of, so they can, you know, 
uh, answer a poll by clicking a button. And as a host, you can see, you know, you get a pulse of your audience and see like where everybody's at. I like to run a poll at the start of the webinar, you know, to know um, the level of my audience, their experience in the area that I'm teaching, just to understand and cater the, the, the level of the workshop to them. And then also just some fun polls too, just to kind of keep it lively. And can you tell us a bit about the email notifications? It sounds like you send reminder emails and confirmation emails, maybe even replay emails for us versus us having to do it through our own. Exactly. So all of the above. So we, we have a, a set template of emails. So a set of emails uh, that we send out, seven emails uh, that we have tested that uh, in terms of timing and delivery and one best to remind people and all that kind of stuff. Um, but of course, if you want to shut those off, you can. But this is something that we offer to make things easier for you because we've, we've already done the testing for you. Um, and there, we have reminder emails and confirmation emails. Like, you know, once they register, they get a confirmation email telling them, you know, this is the day and time of the webinar and here's the webinar link. And you can customize the copy of that email so you can personalize it and all that kind of stuff. And what's really cool is you also can save your uh, your copy as default. So that way you can save it for all future webinars. And we have a little um, short tag uh, feature. So you can insert tags like webinar time, webinar title, host name. That way you can reuse those emails for future webinars, regardless of what webinar you're doing. So uh, that way uh, it'll just populate the information based on uh, what the webinar day and time is and all that kind of stuff. And then of course, uh, we have the replay emails that go out automatically. And we have separate emails for those who attended and those who did not attend. So that way you can actually address people properly. So like, hey, I noticed that you didn't make the webinar. Uh, here's a replay for you. Or thanks for attending the webinar. Here's a replay. It's going to be available for 48 hours or whatever you want to make it available for. Um, so you could definitely do that um, with, our re with our automated uh, email notifications. But you also can add, you can add new ones if you like, create ones from scratch if you like, um, and then add those to your series of emails. So with those automated ones, does it does the software keep track of who came to the webinar and who didn't already and automatically send those out? Or do is there some kind of manual? The, the, the webinar software will automatically uh, keep track in live time who registered, who attended, who did not attend. And that way you can cater the emails and send the emails specifically to those groups. Okay. Yeah, that's really convenient. I don't, I never even thought of a, a webinar software having that feature. Um, and then you do integrate though, I guess, with other email platforms so that you can, you know, move people over onto your email list and whatnot. Totally. I mean, we understand that people run businesses, they have their products, their services that they're used to. Uh, you might be used to using, you know, MailChimp or ConvertKit and we don't want to inconvenience you and say, hey, you know, don't use that anymore. So we integrate with them, uh, MailChimp, Infusionsoft, uh, ActiveCampaign, you know, a whole bunch of uh, CRMs and email marketing softwares where you can uh, integrate it so that way anybody who registers for your webinars can get added to your email list over there or, a, or you can tag them a certain way. And you can actually integrate it based on the webinar. So you can send them to one list on for this webinar, but for your next webinar, you can send them to a different list. Um, so it's, it's it's quite advanced, but you can keep it simple as well if you'd like. Um, but we make it pretty simple to integrate. Uh, we've worked with each of these uh, companies uh, personally, one-on-one, -on -one, to find out how they use, you know, for example, ConvertKit and uh, with, with their webinars. And that way, 
the integration is pretty simple. They click on a button, they sign into their account, and um, before you know it, they're they're integrated. And then also the social media sharing is that just um, maybe when someone registers, then they can share the webinar on like Facebook or Twitter. Totally. So we we have this feature on all our registration pages, all our thank you pages. Um, and it's a way that you can encourage people to share your webinar uh, with others. So you, on the thank you page, we also have um, a template where you can insert a video. So I like to have a video on my thank you pages. And it's a short generic video. I don't, you know, so I can use this video over and over. I just say, you know, hey, thanks for registering for the webinar. Why don't you share this webinar with your friends over on Facebook or social media or whatever, and the buttons are below. We also have an add to calendar feature uh, on the thank you page so that people can add the event to their calendar and then the calendar gets populated with all the correct information like the date and the time and the link for the webinar. So um, as we know, if something's not in your calendar, it's not going to happen. So <laughs> uh, that feature is really helpful. And then also you don't have to register each time. Uh, it sounds like you just, once you're registered with the website, it remembers you. Exactly. So it'll remember you. Um, and you can just, once you go to the registration page, you just hit register and uh, you'll get the email on. As far as the marketing and the video I watched on your site, it says that you market for us. How, how does that work? I guess. So this is uh, where the webinar finder comes into play. Um, We try to, one, optimize your uh, webinar if you make it public uh, via SEO and, you know, to to be found and ranked on Google. So for your keywords, uh, like the title of your webinar and the description of your webinar and things like that. Uh, We also try to give you as much exposure as possible through the webinar finder so people can uh, find your webinar, whether, and you choose a category. So people are looking specifically for like, health and wellness or business or, you know, education, they can go to that category and find your webinar. Um, we also on the homepage will feature uh, people, um, uh, our members as well, to kind of give them some extra exposure. Uh, we'll also have like webinars that are starting in the next hour. So people that are just, you know, on our website or on the webinar finder trying to find a webinar to join, you can get some last minute registrations increase your exposure. Okay. Do you ever have um, the recorded ones available for people to find and view? Yes. So it's your choice. If you want to make your automated webinars uh, public, then they'll be listed on the webinar finder. All right. Well, I think you've answered all my questions. Um, Is there anything else that you would like to discuss? Uh, No. If anybody's interested in learning more about webinars, um, uh, or Webinar Ninja, they can check out WebinarNinja.com. Um, as well as we have a free uh, course if you want to just learn how to run your first webinar or how webinars all work. You can go to WebinarNinja.com slash course and there's a seven-part video course that they can take. Uh, really well done, highly produced, and uh, just gets you started uh, if you're interested in uh, learning how uh, people use webinars to grow their business. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I think I'm going to need to sign up for that then. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I appreciate your time. It was a lot of good information and I'm curious to learn more on that course. So, and, and get one started, a webinar started. Awesome. Uh, Well, thanks, Sarah. And if you need any help, of course, you could reach out to our support team. They're super helpful and uh, yeah, um, happy to have you. If you enjoyed and found value from this episode, I'd greatly appreciate it if you rate, review, subscribe, and share at ratethispodcast.com forward slash frugalpreneur. Until next time.
Are you a frugalpreneur looking to connect with like-minded individuals? Join our community on Slack, connect with fellow listeners, share your thoughts on episodes, engage in meaningful discussions, including money-saving tips and entrepreneurial insights, and help shape the future of the Frugalpreneur podcast. Plus, you can submit your questions in written or audio form to be featured on the show. Let's build a supportive space together. Join us now at frugal.show forward slash slack. See you on the inside.